0: you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Excellence Mindset podcast. I'm fired up because we are already having conversation. You didn't get privy to what we were talking about earlier and we may bring it into what we're going to talk about now. You're lucky because we don't have tinfoil hats on at this time. You may know about why in a little bit, but I'm excited to share some time today with Jay Campbell. He's an international, three-time international best-selling author. He's a hormone optimization expert. He's a founder of totrevolution.com. He hosts the TRT Revolution podcast. He's a co-founder of fabfitover40.com, and he is literally crushing life as the result of exploring the idea of utilizing testosterone replacement therapy for a challenge that he had early on in life from a sports injury and so I'm fired up to be able to to chat with Jay today and so Jay thanks man so much.
1: Ryan dude it's an awesome honor to be on your show man and uh, I'm just as fired up and it's you know honestly for me like I'm very super passionate fired up guy naturally so when I meet people have similar energy. It's awesome. And you're right. We've already like been rambling on some really cool stuff, which I'm sure we'll get into in this podcast. But again, man, privileged, humbled, and honored to be here. So I truly appreciate the opportunity.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I I record some of these podcasts via video. Uh, Some of you may or may not know that this is one that you're going to want to check out via video. It'll be up on YouTube and I'll share some clips, but you just see Jay's backdrop and you just see his passion and his excitement. The dude is ripped. And I mean, he's taking care of himself, but he looks great and he's professional. And I think that, I mean, maybe that's just a lead in, you know, I think that a lot of times when we start talking about um, fitness and optimization and health hack. And things like that, you yep. don't really know who's behind the scenes. And I'm just waiting for the day that the, the curtain gets pulled sometime, and it's some big old <laughs> fat dude fat- with a cheeseburger
1: and a <laughs> vanilla shake in his hand. You know, <laughs> I'm full of bro. It's, you know, it's so funny that you're saying that because I'm literally about to end before it goes to edits uh, my newest book, which is not in the market right now, which we'd be happy to uh, talk about right here. It's actually called "Living a Fully Optimized Life: How to Break Free." From the sick care medicine system and quite honestly it's my best work um, I'm actually co-author with a good friend of mine a guy that I've actually mentored for five years in the UK named Daniel Kelly who's very very renowned now in the UK as a guy under the age of 35 who also his hormonally optimized brilliant brilliant guy you know how, you know how it is like stepping on the shoulders of giants like I taught him and now I'm kind of just like gonna step back and let him do his thing because he's amazing but this book is an expose on what you just talked about, Mm. which is essentially for people today, as you know, it's very difficult with the internet putting out so much nonsense. There's so much noise, you know, the signal to noise ratio is just like out of control. Um, And who do people trust? And so it's like, you know, we're writing this book from an angle of like, look, the market's already established us as people that know what we're talking about. But we're, we also realize that the dynamics of, Attention spans have changed and you can't put out a 600 page book like I did with this book, you know, with 700 scientific research citations and expect people to read it, Ryan. There's sure. too much to, ana- to really fragment your attention span. So it's like this book right now is 72 pages. It'll probably be chopped even more. It'll have some photos. It'll probably end up around 75 to 80 pages with photos. Hmm. But I'm telling you, brother, this book is literally do this, do that, do not do that. Mm -hmm. And here's how to do it. Here's the doctor to work with. Here's how you can get the medications online. I mean, we just, you know, putting out the books that I've done in the last four or five years, I realize now that people literally have 30 second or less attention spans. Mm -hmm. And how are you going to actually get somebody to, you know, engage with not just you, but with what you're attempting to do, unless you just literally like put it right in front of their face. I've had so many people on social media, very successful entrepreneur people who say like, dude, you just got to give me what it is. I need the goods. Don't tell me the scientific explanation. Don't give me doctor speak. Just tell me what to do and how to do it. Because honestly, bro, at the end of the day, I just want to look and feel better. And, you know, if I can look like you, that's a plus. And so that's kind of where we're at now.
0: Yeah. Well, and- and I want to get into that in just a minute and talking about sick care versus really health optimization and, and, and the progression that we're seeing at the forefront. But I think what's really important for people to hear, and I try and preach this as often as possible, whether I'm coaching people or just talking to people, I think that story really matters. And it really helps to tee up the validity of whatever you're going to say next. And uh, in the little bit of research that I've done and reading into some of your bio conversation we had uh, just a few days or a week ago, um, I know that, I mean, you have just such a, a significant story as of what launched you into this. Yep. And so maybe you can help just, you know, in, in a fragment of time, share why you got so passionate about this and, and why you're trying to help other people see the same thing.
1: Yeah, I I appreciate it. It's a great question, and I'll try to do a hundred thousand foot summary because it it, it could be a crazy story. But um, at 29, I was playing uh, in a very competitive men's adult basketball league in Southern California. I played in college, um, and I also played. I had a cup of coffee. I played for a very small amount of time in Austria professionally, Um, but this is a long time now later, five or six years later. Flash forward, and um, I got kicked in the testicles, and you know, it was just, uh, you know, and. Went to the sideline, you know, went back in the game later, but about six, seven, eight weeks, I don't remember, I started feeling run down. I was like, this is not right. Something's not right with me because I was always very energetic and I took care of myself. Um, So I went to the doctor and I was very lucky, just a PPO doctor. I worked for the Los Angeles Times at that time and I I lived in Pasadena. And the guy that I saw was just, again, blind luck. He referred me to an endocrinologist. The endocrinologist happened to be a Harvard educated guy by the name of Dr. Raymond Scruggs and he said let me run some tests on you he found that my testosterone levels were literally like in the toilet they were I, and, I, and i'm you know paraphrasing i don't have any remembrance as they're so long ago um it's in a file somewhere on my desk but i think i was like 225 or 230 which is classified now um in the clinical space as hypogonadal type 2 hypogonadal so he asked me he said look i can fix you i can put you on a low dose of therapeutic testosterone And you'll be as good as good, you know, new in four to six weeks and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I listened to the guy. Now, I was a smart guy because my background was um, molecular bio. Okay, I didn't major in molecular bio, but I did have a minor in it. And I was always kind of a science nerd and a geek. So I went home, and at the time, it was my first wife, you know, her name was Kelly. And I said, are you okay with me doing this? And she's like, well, you know, you're a smart guy. If you trust the doctor and you think it's worth, do it. So fast forward six, seven, eight weeks later, exactly like you said, um, I started feeling amazing, dude. Now, for me, amazing was like 17, 18-year-old kid, you know, super energy, horny all the time, just, you know, ready to go. And yeah. at 29, for me, I had I'd had started suffering serious back problems from so, so much basketball, hard surface pounding, you know, being an active person. And the testosterone, therapeutic testosterone, it, it revitalized me. It completely wow. rejuvenated me. So after about, you know, that seven or eight weeks, you know, he, I went and saw him again. He ran some blood tests. I was perfect. I felt great. And he was like, well, you know, I can take you off now. And I looked at him, I was like, no, I'm, <laughs> not coming off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not coming off. I'm like, I was like, do I have to come off? He's like, well, no, of course. But you realize you're going to have to do this for the rest of your life because you've now replaced your body. Hmm. So I was like, yeah, you know, cause I've been reading a little bit about it and stuff. I said, but you know, the way I feel now, the trade-off especially knowing that it's only going to get less as I age, right? I was like, you know what? I'll become smart in this. Let me do it. So fast forward about 10 years. I wasn't working with him anymore because he was in coastal Orange County and I'd moved. Um, You know, I'd worked with other doctors, but I never came off. But a lot of my friends, you know, in the quote-unquote – I was in the digital automotive space, um, you know, would see me and they'd be like, dude, what is your story? You know, you're always in such great shape. You have this amazing energy. You're, you know – you're just vibrant all the time. So, and I I was always transparent. I never lied. I didn't give a shit. I'm, you know, no filter. Oh, I just swore. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <The> <laughs> no. YouTube gods are going to violate us. Anyway, You're right. I, I don't care. And so, without filter, you know, everyone who knows me says Jay Campbell has no filter. But I would tell them, look, I use therapeutic testosterone. And if they ever asked me about it, like, deep, I would go deep with them. But, you know, some people would show me. They're like, wait, a minute, isn't that steroids or whatever? You know, I hear that nonsense. But I was always very transparent. So, about 2010 2011 some of my close friends mike cernovich being one was like dude you gotta write a book on this you gotta put Mm -hmm. it out there you know so much about this stuff and of course i had for the last 10 years as i was doing this and even past 10 11 years i was became a nerd of it you know i'd go home and i'd get on pubmed i'd read research and there wasn't a lot unfortunately ryan like in the early 2000s when i first started this you have to go into like Russian and Bulgarian stuff, but um, there wasn't a lot of stuff. But then, you know, as technology evolved, the internet became more and more ubiquitous. Stuff started coming online. There were people writing great books. I met all these people, um, you know, just through forums and group serves and stuff like that. But uh, eventually, I, I I decided I was going to write a book, and I sent the original like white paper draft, which was probably twenty two pages, to Rick Collins. And Rick Collins is like the most famous. Sports representative attorney in the world. He works mm-hmm. with like major league baseball. He works with pro bodybuilders. He also works uh the U.S. Olympic track and field. And I said, Look, Rick, I'm a lay person. I have no medical, official medical licensing. If I was to write a board on uh, a book on using therapeutic testosterone, would I be at risk? And he said, He, by the way, that guy, him, him, and I are really close friends now, but he picked up a phone and called me. He didn't know me from Adam. And again, I I no, nobody knew me. And yeah. He's like, listen, man. He's like, I read your white paper. He's like, this is amazing. But he's like, I can't guarantee you any kind of indemnification. He's like, it takes one senator to do one thing. And before you know it, you're paying me $250,000. Yeah, yeah.
0: So
1: I was like, whoa! At the time, you know, I was, you know, still where I'm at now on the side. Uh, My wife and I have a residential real estate company. We did pretty well. I was like, you know, I don't need any of that. So, But I was lucky. And then I also had sent the white paper to two other people. And one of them happened to be Nelson Virgil. And Nelson Virgil is a guy who wrote a book called Testosterone. Um, I can't even forgive his book. He wrote the first book on testosterone and put it into the public sphere. And he was an interesting guy because he had HIV and wow. still does. And he was using therapeutic testosterone and everything else he could use to basically save his life. Sure. So his book was called Built to Survive. And then, oh, Testosterone, a Man's God. I couldn't remember his book. But so I had sent it to him. And he never responded, Ryan. So I was just like, you know, again, I showed it. But then out of the blue, like two months later, he sends me an email in the middle of the night. He's a native Venezuelan. And he said, who are you? He's like, I read this. This is incredible. We need to talk on the phone. So I talked to him on the phone and he said, I told him what Rick told me. And he's like, he's like, Jay, look, man. He's like, I'm on panels with the DEA and the FDA. He's like, don't listen to Rick. He's just doing his job as an attorney. You can publish this book. And by the way, you have to publish this book and and let me help you do it. So then that was kind of like, wow, you know, it was uplifted. And so then, you know, fast forward, Mike and I got back involved. Mike actually was involved in the project for a little while, but then Mike and I are just so alpha. We just, (laughs) there was no way we could, you know, coexist and and do a project together. So we separated and then book finally came out at the end of 2015 in November and fast forward to today, bro. You know, like in the last like 18 to 24 months after that book, I've made, you know, First off, it became the number one selling book of all time on the subject, wow. um, and then I made all these friends with doctors and people in that clinical space, consulting a lot of you know internet entrepreneurs and stuff. And then I wrote my really my magnum opus, and then well, I'm sorry, I wrote a I wrote a book on um, intermittent fasting in 2017, and that book is like the third highest selling intermittent fasting book ever, according to Amazon. If you believe that, and then this <laughs> book was this book came out in February of last year and is now surpassed my first book which is the replacement therapy guide this is the testosterone optimization therapy bible so we actually took the acronym testosterone replacement therapy and we killed it and now really everybody in the clinical space uses optimization because and we're going to get into this for sure um you don't want to replace a you know basically a hormone that is cessating at rapid rate now because of the war in the environment on our biological systems, especially our endocrine system. So we were like, look, if you're going to use therapeutic testosterone, it should be for optimization, not for replacement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that opens up just uh, a whole can of worms. So, uh, so as we think about utilization of something like this, so I see you, somebody sees you in the public square and they're like, this guy is shredded. He's in great shape. He's got tons of energy. He's killing it all over the place. I've seen him speak. He's like fire. I'm taking what he's taking. Right. And so I feel like, like out of the gate, that can become a really irresponsible habit uh, you know, in the least and could be absolutely destructive in the worst if not done appropriately. Right. So how do you begin to navigate drawing that line between like I mean do you exhort people to that right away like yo slow down before you just think that this is for you like how, how does that begin to work and is there a good candidate for that and some that are not like where does that
1: all go yeah that's a, the best question anybody could ask I mean the truth is is the book that I'm writing now how to live a fully optimized life is that answer so mm-hmm. This is a book for the general public who has absolutely no earthly idea or clue. You know, I'll, it's, it's such a good question, and it puts me in a way to explain this so much better. So when I wrote these books as a non-doctor, mm. I was essentially attempting to establish myself in a clinical community as a non-doctor who knows a lot about testosterone, which was very difficult. So my, you know, perspective um, was kind of like encroaching – but without like you know saying oh I'm smarter than every doctor you know what I mean so it was like it, it, it was very delicate and I had to kind of ease and ease and ease and so it's perfect for me even though it was very difficult at the time to get where I'm at now to now be able to put this book because I essentially have the street cred in the clinical space so that I can put this book out there and nobody's going to say well who the fuck are you yeah, right so yeah. so so this book is the answer to your question so Right now, if you're just a guy and you're watching our podcast, and, or a girl, a woman too, um, and you have no idea about any of this, you essentially want to go and get your blood work done. And you don't need to get a prescription or approval from your doctor. Okay, And that's literally the first three chapters of this book is how to break free from quote-unquote sick care, which I know you and I are going to get yeah. into. But essentially, it is, it is like a, a blueprint to tell you how do you get your blood work done how do you read your blood work once you get it done? What test do you order? How much does it cost? Where to go? Again, everything is like, step-by-step step, guide. Right? but that's your first step. Get your blood work done. After you get your blood work done, it's actually very, very simple to understand if you're suffering from a clinical deficiency. If you have uh, biomarkers, which again are blood lab measurement numbers that are like out of whack or out of range. Um, you know, a lot of people when they first hear this, they're like, oh, I don't understand any of that doctor speak. This book is written in such simplistic terms that you know we're basically telling people like, if you want the research, go here. But yeah. if you want to understand and you want to really just like take this and you know change your life and look better, feel better, then this is how kind of the way to do it. But that's really the first step: is get your blood work done, understand your biomarkers, and then, and it's not hard. Can take a couple hours to get the whole thing done. A couple hours. Then you want to go to a doctor who totally understands how to do this. And mm-hmm. the biggest disconnect, and you know this personally, is most doctors have no fucking clue yeah. on how to manage a male or female endocrine system, especially doctors that are attached to sick care, which again is insurance subrogation. So yep. we actually, even in this book, we're actually telling people, look, this is if you're going to do this right and you want our seal of approval, then here's the people that we can tell you right now in North America won't fuck you up. Yep. And by the way, it is not a big list.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that, again, like, it's just it's so crazy to me because um, while, while this is a, let, let's just say, at least it's a touchy subject or, you know, you got to be really, really careful about how you step through that. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. at, at, at its basic foundational level, like, what blows me away, I spend a lot of time in the healthcare space. I have sure. a business in the healthcare space. Yep. And I speak into it and what's blowing me away is the fact that we as a society in progressive, intelligent United States of America, we are so ignorant to healthcare consumerism, right? We don't even understand how to buy or to, to, to step into healthcare for ourselves. And so we step into a doctor's office and we're like, yo, whatever you say goes. Exactly. and that's just that's
1: insanity it's absolutely to me. retarded let's stay there because no one's ever gone down that path with me and you're just setting me up dude this is so epic <laughs> i mean i mean seriously let's stay there so so why do we think that is the case right you know but let's just tell the people right the pharmaceutical industry controls all of it yeah and the pharmaceutical industry has the lobby and capitol hill they own all of the medical silos from cardiology to um, urology to endocrinology to, you know, childbearing to general practitioners. I mean, you name it. They got all the silos. They own the medical schools. They tell people. They provide the curriculum. So, they don't want us, like you said, in the greatest country in the history yep. of the world, the new Atlantis. They don't want us to know.
0: No, Well, and it, it, it so- I don't want to go here because this opens up a crazy can of worms. But to make a statement before we get back to this is, this is why to me like it's absolutely nonsense to think that we would turn over control of our healthcare system to the government, right? Like
1: code gods. That's no. absolutely
0: nonsense. So okay, so not <laughs> going so there, but awesome.
1: making that statement, right? So. As we Come on, Ryan. You know you want socialized medicine, bro. Oh,
0: God. I mean, yo, in California, <laughs> we're about to get it, right? I mean, it's just so bad. So, okay, so, so let's go back there a second. So, we're talking about this idea of stepping into a doctor's office. I mean, I do want to preface that. Yeah. <clears throat> there are a lot of doctors that do care. That Amazing doctors. In their own model, right? They can't get out because their life is dependent upon them living in the system, yes. which yes. sucks for them, too, yes. and we understand that. But yep. at, the, at the most very basic level, like we need to get people to understand that you need to be aware of your own body. Absolutely. And so I love that you said, like, you don't need doctor approval to go to a lab to get no. some basic testing no. and then find somebody that can help walk you through the very basics of what that is, right? I mean,
1: that, that just seems so simple. Dude, you're so on it. I mean, that's exactly right. In fact, if you do this, if you follow the instructions for this book, um, and you take that to the doctor, the likelihood the doctor's gonna fuck you up is actually less than 30% because you've now literally said, dude, here's my diagnosis, right. make this right. easy. And if they don't, and they, there's, you know, you already said it, if they're attached to insurance, they're not gonna wanna script your hormones because they don't make money and they don't understand it, right? right. So they're gonna likely either, if they're, if they're actually honest, they're going to just say, you know what, I would, I would, I would recommend, you know, I'm glad that you got your blood work done. It shows you do have a deficiency, but I would recommend you to a specialist here. I'll give you a couple of referrals. Yeah. Right? Or if they don't even have that, and most of them don't, they'll just say, look, I would recommend you go to so, somebody else because I can't help you. But most guys, sadly, and again, I'm not disparaging doctors. I work with thousands of them. They're going to write a script for an SSRI, right? Depression, whatever, you know, mood alteration. And then they're going to also write you a script if you're a man suffering from testosterone deficiency for an erectile dysfunction medication. Mm. So now you've come in and you have not even had the ideology, which is obviously the root cause of your issue, even diagnosed. And they've given you two masking agents, two band-aids, which Ryan are actually statistically and clinically proven to make you worse. Mm. So that's where we are, right? So back to what you said. You absolutely, and this is massively hit in this book, every chapter we remind people, what you said is true. You have to become the scientist of your own health. Mm -hmm. You have to take massive personal responsibility for your health because as you know and I know, if you don't have your health, who fucking cares how much money you
0: make? Yeah, yeah.
1: Who cares what your business is scaling to? Do you know how many guys come to me now in my life who are 50 years old who have one foot in the fucking grave? I love to say fuck, by the way, (laughs) who are dying and they have $12 million in the bank or whatever. And they're saying, dude, I don't care what it costs. I want you to fix me. And I literally look at them and say, dude, I can't fix you, brother. No amount of money is going to fix you. You got to want to get fixed. And honestly, truth be told, at 50, if you're 400 pounds, 270, I mean, 375 pounds, and you literally have all, you know, all your core uh, biomarkers are basically saying you got your one foot in the grave. It's going to be rough sledding to get back to normal. So it's like there's nothing more important than your personal health. You can't be a good dad. You can't be a good husband. You can't be a good father. You cannot do anything when you're a morbidly obese person who is sick.
0: Right, right. Well, and then, so again, just rabbit hole after rabbit hole. Like we have another problem in society, which, you know, on one hand is a good message to communicate to people that be happy in the skin that you're in and you have value and you have worth and don't, uh, don't, you know, be destructive or hurtful to people as a result of the way they look or feel. So like we want to live in that domain. I really, really believe that. And I want that for people, but at the same time, we cannot continue to watch people that are morbidly obese walking around and tell them that it's okay to be that it's not it's not but that's the message that's out there right now is however you are you're good that's crazy right that's i mean it's
1: you know it's the same like in the conscious space when they say your truth is not my truth i mean it's yeah I, i know i'm totally with you but you're right i mean the bottom line though is like i look at it as like how are you going to be you have one vessel, right, in this incarnation, in this lifetime. It's like, why would you not maximize your vessel? If you're yeah. maximizing your vessel, then you are going to be able to serve others. You are going to be able to give back. You are going to be able to have maximum energy to push your, you know, through the course of your life. And again, the more energy you have, See, I look at life, you know, from my spiritual mentoring is there's only two things in life. Really, there's energy and there's frequency. And if you don't have maximum energy, then you're not going to increase your frequency and your vibration of all the people around you because you have no energy. You're dead. You're morbidly obese. You have no energy. You barely can even do anything yourself. How are you going to be a good parent? How are you going to have energy to take your kids places? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? It's really tough, dude.
0: Yep. Which then is why, which we talked about this word earlier, and so now here's a great spot to, to really get into this. I think this is why it's so important that we definitely want to address the people that are living with these chronic conditions that can be cured and Absolutely. obesity being one of the biggest ones of the bunch, but while... while a lot of people think that that's the, the audience. I would imagine that the audience really is the guy or gal that's healthy right now right. or reasonably healthy yep. that wants to optimize their health, right? right? It's about taking advantage of where you're currently at to sustain exactly. that and even grow that for as long as you can, right?
1: There's no doubt about it. And it's a good point. Like, it doesn't matter where you're at. Like, even if you are one of those people, male or female, and you are morbidly obese, and you are middle aged, you can definitely write the ship. Okay. It's going to be harder work for you than somebody who's in you know, better shape and hasn't got so much to do and so much work to put in, but you can still do it. It's obviously it comes down to how bad you want it and consistency, ruthless focus, all those things. And again, all of this stuff is in this book. It's literally the blueprint for how to get from wherever you want. But to you know, your point, um, most men and women today definitely want to live their best life. Mm-hmm. And especially people that are in the entrepreneur space, um, you know, growing businesses, scaling businesses, whatever. And the easiest way to do it is to have the most amount of energy, right? And as you said, you know, it's not by taking Adderall and drinking 25 cups of coffee a day, right? Like, that's not how you're going to do it. You have to sleep. You have to um, exercise, obviously, you know, consistently with, you know, a combination of resistance training uh, and also cardiovascular training, you know, to improve the heart. I mean, there's so many things that you have to do. but clearly there's many people out there and I'm one of them that give people what I would call like, you know, blueprint guides or hacks that are not sophisticated to the point where you can't understand them. But if you just put them into action and then you start again, you know, I love that, that term, ruthless focus. If you're ruthlessly focused to do it day after day, week after week, month after month, year over year, you will make dramatic changes to your body. And there's no question that, you know, kind of the realm that I'm in, and we can talk about that in a second. You know, I help people, I think the best comment that anyone ever gave me about myself personally is that like I am a human optimizer. Mm. Like I can, I can work with any person, male, or female, regardless of your physique, regardless of your conditioning, where you're at in your life. And I can make you better right now. What you said earlier, like, first off, it's not about just the, you know, aesthetic narcissistic physical vessel on the outside. It's obviously, you know, working on the inside. And I'm obviously huge. What I call into spiritual fitness. Like that's, that's my driving force every day of my life. But it's like, once you do trust and love yourself and you do value yourself, then you can really start to make significant strides in improving your health. And again, like I said, no person is too far gone. It's just a yeah. matter of, like, how bad do you want to get back to where you need to be?
0: Okay, so for a second, I'm really interested to ask this question. Like, so, so two, I guess two parts to this. First of all, like, what gets you out of bed every single day? to continue to be fired up like this for this cause? And number two is, what's a typical day look like? So I think of like good habit and discipline. So w- what traditionally do you do to continue to optimize your own life so you can run this race for other people?
1: Yeah, no, it's a great question. Um, well, so for me, and I always say this, and I should have said this at the beginning of the book. So anybody that watches this podcast, I'm, you know, my team and myself, of course, I'm, we're very generous. I literally give away all my books for free. Okay, I don't mail them to you. They are on Amazon. You know, the TOT Bible is 40, 30 bucks on Amazon. Well, you know, they change the price all the time. Um, but this book was the number one book in men's health uh, for Amazon for four months last year, right? So wow. it's an amazing book. Um, but I give it away for free. I give the PDF away for free. This fasting book is actually now sold more books than all the testosterone books. And again, there's so many more people that, you know, are into obviously dropping body fat because 40% of all adults in North America are literally more the obese, which is insane to think yep. of, but that's where we're at. Yep. Um, so that book is also given away for free. All you have to do is send an email to my team and it's contact at TOT, so Tom, uh, Optimal Tom revolution.com just send an email and just say hey i request jay campbell's books and we'll send them out to you for free but you know to your question I, you know i wake up every single morning fired up and ready to go because i want to create right like i literally live to serve um i have great uh, spiritual mentors and teachers and people who have guided me and of course mentored me um on the purpose and the meaning of why we're all here and believe me we are all here not to make money or to have better things or to be better parents or to be better husbands or wives we're here to raise the vibration because this planet needs more high conscious people so that we can break free from whatever the hell it is you know the matrix i guess that's the best way to describe it (laughs) we all live in and exist in and it's like i'm so fired up and so motivated to you know again serve um, in a way that can help people raise their consciousness and then you know to the other thing um, I'm always doing stuff, brother. I mean, you know, I told you as I came onto the show today that I've already done seven podcasts this week, right? Like I live to create content. I probably have created more content in the last four years than probably most people on planet Earth, right? And I, and I don't say that to brag. I just say that that's my, I live and breathe to create content, to again, serve other people, to put value and information out there that people can find and utilize in their day-to-day lives. And I feel like I do a good job of doing that.
0: Yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> okay, so, so somebody decides they want to start working with you. Like, how, how, do, how does that typically look? Like, how do people engage with you? I'm sure, like, they see you at speaking events, and, or they read a book, and they're like, I, I got to know more. And so how does that process typically look like?
1: It's a great question. I don't really coach with people anymore because um, in my spiritual teaching, not teachings, but in my spiritual mentorship, um, you know, taking on energy of other people is kind of like not what I want to do. Like I do have a way for people to reach out to me, but I charge so much money to like consult with me. Like, you know, cause I, I, I so I'll tell you, it's kind of funny. Um, if you're going to work with me as a consultant, I just talk to you one time. I, I you know, I have a lot of people that want to reach out to me that have serious situations. So I make them pay a lot of money. I won't tell you what it is. It's a lot. And then they get a, a note that says here's four questions answer these four questions and if they don't answer them in the, in the way that ne- is necessary the money just gets auto sent back so I, a lot of people will pay me and i don't ever talk to them and mm-hmm. they never communicate with me but that said i'm very very um i'm very very out there it's very easy to connect with me on twitter i have um, a, a pretty sizable profile it's at trt expert if you message me on twitter i will respond to you um, if you email me I used to respond to every single one of my emails um, but now I have a team going through them because I get too many emails um, but my email address is j at and my team is looking through it and if it's something that's like critically important or somebody is in really desperate times I usually do respond um, as far as like how you can interact and get all my stuff I mean dude I'm so open and giving I give away everything for free yeah right so all you have to do is literally just I think the probably that's it's a great great question now because like I'm doing so much video now that the best way to really engage with me is to just watch my live broadcast because I usually do three live broadcasts a week. Wow! Um, and it's either on you. Well, actually, we simulcast stream now, so you can watch them on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, and if you go into the chats, you know I'm always there. I'm moderating. I have one guy moderating and then me, so I, you can always respond with me there. But I think the best way to do it is just through social media. I'm yeah. very active on Twitter. Um, and if you message me on Twitter, I will be able to respond to that's That's easiest way to respond to me versus the emails. Cause I get so many emails now from so many people and it's unfortunate because as you know, we haven't even talked about it yet, but testosterone deficiency is now a global yeah. massive epidemic and it's wholly unrecognized by the medical community. And it's also not just unrecognized, but just, it's literally like they don't, it's undiagnosed. They won't yeah. even diagnose it because they're so far behind in understanding what's going on.
0: Well, and I think that like, you know, it presents a really big challenge for people too, right? Like as a man, we attach our manhood to like, uh, you know, to to that word and uh, amongst a few other ones. And so to even admit that there's a challenge or a problem there is such a massive hurdle to overcome that I think that there's just people that need permission to talk about it, right? I mean, like you need to get it out there.
1: I have so many women that follow me because they are literally following for their husbands. Like they're literally, they're they're the guardians of their relationship because, you know, so many of these women, dude, it's crazy. They'll be like, please, just please, please respond to me. My husband can't have sex with me. He can't get an erection, you know, all these different things. Or my husband doesn't want to have sex. Normally with guys, like you said, you know, they're very proud. They're very haughty. You know, I I don't need testosterone. I'm good. But they get to 35, they get to 36, and by the way, it's happening with much younger men, but guys in relationships are usually in their mid-30s to early 40s, and they're toast. And they have, you know, the hyper- they're, they're type 2 hypogonadal, and they have basically the testosterone levels of 90-year-old men. So they need clinical intervention, but they're, you know, not knowing where to go Won't do it because, like you said, the pride, the ego. Yeah. Um. So the wives come to me, but you know, a lot of these women are just kind of like, "Look, man, if you can't help my my husband, I'm going to leave because he can't have he won't have sex with me." And then a lot of times too, they think that he's cheating on them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a real delicate, you know, situation, and there's a lot of moving pieces and parts and stuff like that. So you know, I I like I say, the only thing you can do is become a scientist of your own health today become wholly aware there's a lot of information now that you can find online there's a lot of websites you just have to be very very careful of like how to navigate because and you know this you're in orange county i mean you can go on google right now and there's so many trt clinics mm-hmm. you know that are out there saying oh you know we can make you the best man ever and you know we can't make you all vital and alpha and all this stuff but dude they'll screw you up so bad, they have no earthly idea what they're doing. You know, they're just prescribing hormones and giving you all these other things that they just value add into it. And they don't know how to manage your endocrine system. And I always tell people this, and you know, people watching this show should definitely go to the site. There's actually a site called testosteroneaddiction.com. Mm. And it's made by some woman in somewhere in the Midwest, but it's very professionally done. And dude, they have thousands of people with their testimonials in there of how their lives unraveled their marriage is unraveled and it's sad because like you know from my scientist hat wearing and i go in there and i read the nonsense it's all disinformation like most everything online today right but the story and the importance of it is that this is optimization from so many doctors they don't know what they're doing and they are hurting people and screwing people up so it's like i always say it's like everything today with the internet you have to be buyer beware you have to do your homework you have to educate yourself. Put it this way. If you read this book, okay, you will know more than 95% of doctors in the world. Mm. That is a statistical fact. That is not me BSing. Like every doctor, I mean, most of the best doctors in the world have either memorized that or know every bit of that book because that's all the clinical research. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so, you know, but are you willing to read a 600 page book? And by the way, it's not hard to read. It's not difficult to understand. We actually color code the book so that if you're, A non-medical person or a non-scientific person you don't have to read the non-science i mean you could skip that you know and still understand what to do like i said and how to understand your blood work and where to go to get your blood work and what doctors to work with but it's too big dude you know at the end of the day there's two there's so much competition now yeah it's like for to really truly make an impact with people you have to just hit them right between the eyes and say here it is it's going to take you 10 20 minutes to read this Figure out based on your unique situations and circumstances in life and go.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think at the same time too, I I get that. And I know that's the reality. I just, for people that listen to this podcast specifically, uh, I would say that like, quit playing freaking video games, get off of social media, Netflix can wait until the next day, right? Like these are things that are critical to our life. This isn't just about preserving our life. So we make it to 80, 85, 90, 100. This is like, do you really want to live? Like it sounds cheesy, but like, do you really want to live the best life that you possibly can? Do you want to build relationships? Do you want to be in community with other people? Do you want to be the great husband and father and friend and leader? Like you need to take care of yourself. And I just think that just people need to get their shit together right like they're
1: just not great point let's talk about that so so people really understand this right like because a lot of people don't know this what you just said is all right right so i call it the war on our biological systems okay Mm. but to make it even dumb down more it's essentially a war on our bodies we are every time we step foot outside the shit that is in our atmosphere that we're breathing that is absorbing through our skin combined with the plastic water bottles combined with the blue light and the white light by the way I have white light sensitivity condensers in my office if you can tell that so you got I, I got none, nothing but like you have you have to be and of course I'm wearing my blue light blockers, lock, right but like you have to be aware of the assault and it's essentially a full frontal siege on every biological parameter of your body so if you're not aware of that stuff, you're just essentially slowly like a ticking time bomb being killed. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, optimization, which you used, you know, that's the best word. You know, I probably used that term five years ago, but like everybody says it now. That's what you have to be concerned with. And it's yeah. like, how do you do that? Well, you obviously have to change the way you eat. Right. Like, you cannot continue to eat, especially as you're aging, like high sugar. Um, right. high, you know, manufactured foodstuffs, GMO foods. You cannot do that stuff and expect your body to, you know, continue to respond like it did when you're 18, 16, 17, 20 years old, right? You have to change that. You also have to consider fasting. You know, fasting does so many things, and it doesn't matter your body type, it doesn't matter your genetics, it doesn't matter anything. It does so many amazing things to human physiology if you can pick up fasting, and it's not hard to do, right? Like, you can just Stop eating at 7 o'clock, have your dinner, and not eat until 1 o'clock the next day. And do that every day of your life. And you would be blown away at how much body fat you lose, right? That's another thing. That's simple stuff, right? From there, we already kind of talked about it. Get your blood work done. Know what you're working with. See if you have a testosterone deficiency. See if you have a thyroid deficiency. See if you have insulin, you know, you're insulin insulin insensitive, meaning when you eat carbohydrates, you just have an insulin spike, and you feel like absolute dog shit. And you put on body fat, right? Yep. These are all things that you can easily, easily overcome and mediate, but you have to be aware. You know, we talk about in this book, we call it situational awareness. Yeah. Right? Like the military, the special forces, which I love those guys. You know, shout out to everybody in the military. I give everything that I do is I donate so much to the military. But those guys are obviously, as you know, always putting themselves in harm's way for us. Most people in America today don't even realize like yeah. how much they've done. They have no, no gratitude. But bottom line – And then, of course, what happens to those guys when they come back, it's just so sad. But the bottom line is is that you absolutely have the ability to take over and control your health, and you do not need any lab coat god to give you permission yeah. or to regulate like what you're going to do. I mean, bro, like a lot of the things that I write about in this book and that we recommend, you can buy this stuff over the counter.
0: Yeah, You
1: can buy stuff from online pharmacies. It's not illegal to do it. You're not going to get arrested purchasing it from them. The United States government and the FDA and the DEA don't give rats ass. Yeah. You know, we're in a now a different time and area where they're not like limiting the ability to take anti-aging medications. They don't care. You know, they they want to stop people that are like abusing um, you know, opiates and oh. and heroin type drugs and stuff like that. They're not focused on people that are imp- attempting to improve and extend their life. So it's really easy today. You know, as much as we hate the internet for all the nonsense and the misinformation, there's also great opportunities yeah. to educate yourself. It's that well, yeah,
0: fun. and I mean, you know, there are some simple things. So like, I um, I recently did a gut micro- microbiome test, right? J- mail order a company called Viome, and uh, Viome's great. Yeah, Viome's- it was awesome. Right, couple hundred bucks, like. I crap on a piece of paper, I put it in a tube, I send it in, they study it, it gets medically approved, and they send me back an analysis. And it gives you just some very simple things. Like we already all know we need to stop eating sugar, right? Especially artificial and in, in the amounts that we do. We all know that there are just things that we need to stay away from. So that's simple. Like just take one more step to understand that. You know, you and I may have a tolerance level to something different, and so I need to be aware of that, right? Exactly. We need to get off the couch, and we need to exercise. You want to go a step further? They're doing mail-order um, blood testing now yep. that you can do. It's yep. so simple, and then you take it directly to a lab close yep. by. Like, there's just so many things that people can do. It's just simple little steps that you can begin to go down this path.
1: It's funny you just said that. The Chapter, chapter two in my book is literally titled, Trust Your Gut, The Importance mm-hmm. of Gut Health and Microbiome Function. That's, that's chapter two. So um, you're right. I mean, see, again, I call it the bifurcation, right? There's people that are all about personalized action, responsibility, and the ability to like be like, again, the scientists of their own health. And then it's the other side of here's my $40 copay and this is all I can afford and if it doesn't take an optimization position or i can't get my testosterone optimizer my thyroid optimizer they won't write me a prescription for metformin well then too bad right yeah like, dude let's be honest that's where we're going
0: yeah we're oh, already totally. There.
1: <clears throat> we're already there so it's like you know the people that say well this is what my insurance will give me and then there's me and you and, and let me say this and i steal this from one of, my, one of my doctors but this is very important and this is so critical for everybody if you cannot afford And again, we're all different in our finances and our economics, and I understand that, but it's simple to vary it this way. If you cannot afford $2,500 to $10,000 a year on your personal health care, and your personal health care is everything from the food that you eat, the supplements that you take, the hormones that you're prescribed, the exercise, um, obviously going out, the hike, whatever you do to stay active and healthy, if you can't afford out of your pocket, not insurance bullshit, $2,500 200 2500 dollars to 10 grand a year and again do it break it down by mo- in micro segments month to month granularly if you want then your your priorities are fucked
0: you're, yeah. you're
1: living in a delusional paranoid you know you're in bizarro world i mean because it's just crazy dude how much money do you think people spend on fucking starbucks in right,
0: a month right right
1: i mean uh, it's just it's priority
0: just, right it's all about priority like what do you prioritize in your life
1: exactly and how can you not prioritize your personal health and again i always say it like if you're a father and you're watching this show right now and you're not taking care of yourself you owe it to your kids yep it's literally your personal duty and responsibility to be able to be there when they're going to need you 20 25 years from now and if you're a guy with one foot in the grave who's morbidly obese it's likely statistically that you're not going to be
0: yeah yeah and even if externally you're not morbidly obese, you can be really, really sick inside because you haven't seen a freaking doctor in the last five years and you're that's doing true, nothing but pumping a bunch of crap into your body all the time, right? Like, so that's why I think it, it needs everybody needs to have some sense of awareness and do some very simple things to get to a place where they understand the current state of where they're at.
1: Exactly. Yeah, no, it's all about awareness. Like I said, the whole first chapter is about situational awareness, you know, paying attention. I mean, you know, we can put our tinfoil hats on now. I mean, the majority of people, okay, really are in survival programming, right? They go from waking up in the morning to clocking into their job, sitting at their cubicle, worrying about eating their first meal or how they're going to get their first meal or where they're going to eat it or whatever. And then it's just like one thing after the other. And before you know it, Ryan, there's no productivity because you're just in a cycle that you can't escape. And so you're so right. It doesn't matter where you find yourself. If you're ready to become situationally aware, you can change it all.
0: Yep, absolutely. And I think that people deserve it. Like people need to know like you do not deserve to live in that crap that you're in right now. Like I mean, you can get out of it. It just takes some very oh. simple things. And there's people like Jay that are here supporting you. I mean, he's <laughs> given all this stuff away for free. Like how the yeah. hell can you not just suck it all in? Like it's just so easy.
1: I, it you know, it's a great question. Um I Truthfully my wife has a great comment it's in the book you know I I have this actually in the book but most people do not value their health until they don't have their health yep and it's like I tell you you know these guys that want to pay me all this money at 50 years old I don't care what it's going to cost and I'm like dude how long do you think it took you to become the metabolic emergency that you now are you think yep. you're just going to unravel this because you're talking to an expert and I give you advice it ain't going to happen in 90 days dude you got a lot of work ahead of you. Sure. I'm willing to help you if you're willing to help yourself. But most people, as you know, are not, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, like I said, if it took you 10 years, 12 years, 15, 20 years to become what you are now, why does anybody think that you're just going to go on like some, you know, off world six month crash starvation or whatever you do to get back? It's not, it doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah, no way. No. But, Play the long game and you can get back there, right? It's, it's just 100%. because you can't have it tomorrow doesn't mean you can't have it.
1: And that's another thing too, right? Like we live in an age now where everybody has an instant gratification mindset. Right. The, the internet, technology, Google, Siri, Alexa, everybody has this mindset. Hold on, mine
0: just went off. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs>
1: but seriously, everybody has a mindset that they can have it right now. Why yeah. can't I have it right now? All these young kids, you know, my daughters, they're 9 and 11 years old. They say to me all the time, they're like, I don't know. (laughs) And I look at them and I want to strangle them. I said, I mean, they know now. Like, if you say, I don't know to me, you're grounded and you have zero screens (laughs) for an entire week. But, dude, it's entrainment from technology, right? Like, they literally watch YouTube or whatever it is they watch and – They're so given the answers and it's so easy to find the answers that when somebody asks a question that requires critical thinking, dude, the first statement out of all these young people today is like, I don't know. They don't even want to think. It's crazy.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Dude, when you and I were growing up, I always say this like, We had to go to a library to write a research paper.
0: Yeah, yeah. We had
1: to use the Dewey Decimal System, a card catalog. Then we had to walk through the library to find the books.
0: I know. These kids
1: have everything instantly at their fingertips. And it should be like, wow, it's such an honor. And they should put out more work and they should create more. But, bro, technology has taken away the incentive and the want to for more. Why yeah. would you want to work or do more when it's already given to you? Yeah.
0: Well, and that's why I appreciate there's people like you out there that are using technology to demonstrate that it can, there is redemption, right? Like it can Absolutely. be used for good. Now, too much of it is always going to be a bad thing. But I think that there's a huge opportunity, even you know, in a space like this to say like, hey, we can use this. We can do the right thing. Like it just takes you you making that first decision, right? You have got to want it because as fired up as Jay can get you or I can get you when I'm coaching you, like as fired up as we can get you, you're going to go back to the same old way you've always right. done things until you make the decision to do different.
1: It's absolutely true, dude. That's, I mean, that, and that's why I don't coach people. Seriously, yeah. because like, I feel like no matter what, it's still going to come down to your decision. And it's like, you know what? I, I used to be so invested in helping people and making sure that it worked and I realize that most people are not willing to put the work in, right? Because there's work, right? Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Work is the value. The gift, you know, I put this in my books, but the gift of life is being in the shit. The gift yeah. is the contrast. It's yeah. so simple. But yep. so many people today, because of all this and again, technology, they have just become so entrained and so lazy.
0: Yeah, totally. That
1: totally. that's where we're at. And so it's like, what are you gonna do? But you're right. I mean, there are people out there, you, me, others, you know, we are giving you resources and actionable stuff but you got to do the work. Yep, totally. All right, well, we're rolling
0: to an end. So, Jay, any parting words? Like if you had like just that one line that you wanted to just bomb us with to finish us off.
1: (laughs) Get your blood work checked. I don't care where you find yourself in life today. You are being bombarded biologically from every capacity, from the food that you eat, the air that you breathe, the water that you drink. Um, you've got to know what you're working with. As you've been saying very accurately through this whole podcast, you have to be aware. I call it situational awareness. That's what the military calls it too. you got to recognize what's going on around you. And like you said before, you know, not knowing what's going on and but and not really changing physically because you're genetically blessed, that's still not the answer. No. You have to understand what's going on around you so that you can do preventative work. It's like, you know, it's like preventative maintenance on your car. Sure. Right? Your body is a Is a Lambo, and and you should treat your body as a Lambo. And you're, you know, most people obviously treat their body as a Pinto.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: right. And it's a Lambo. I mean, this is the one thing you got to get through life, and it's like, why not treat it the best possible way? And I think that's an easy analogy. Is like anybody who has a Lambo is going to treat it really well. They're probably going to have it spit shined weekly, right? They're going to put the best gas into it. They're going to tune it up. They're going to do all these things. This is your physical vessel, man. You got to do the same thing because if you don't have, and this is you know, a good way to end it because what you said is a good point. You know, in the spiritual community, a lot of people will say, well, it's not about the physical vessel, bro. It's about the spirit. It's about how you're, how you are, you know, manifesting and all those things. And it's like, well, dude, if you don't have the physical vessel optimized, you can't even feel the way that you should feel or want to feel you know, from that spiritual component aspect. And, you know, you'll get pushed back and you'll have people that are obese. And again, I'm not push, making fun of them or judging them or blaming them. I'm just saying, but the reality is, is that it's all can be done together. You can be all of those things when you're physically optimized and, which will equal spiritually optimized because you're going to have more energy. You're not going to be as tired. You'll have more places and time in the day to figure out what needs to be done, whether it's to help your kids or to be a better mom or dad or a husband or wife. And so, it's, you know, to me, again, I, I just think that you have to treat your physical vessel as well as you can.
0: Heck yeah, man. I love that because if you don't have a physical vessel, that spirit is not going to be able to work with and engage with anybody else out here. So you will become a non-contributing member of the society that we live in. And that just becomes a really big shame. So yeah, no, I just can't agree enough. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. So when's the book coming out?
1: Uh, Good question. I'm hopeful that it's going to be two weeks from this coming Monday. Um, They're working on the sales page right now. I'm very blessed brother that i'm in a place now in my life where i don't even have to put it on amazon (laughs) i mean i've learned um you know obviously i have four books on amazon but my last book that came out um which is called guaranteed shredded the cover right here um came out in february has like blown the doors um you know of this year and again obviously i have such an awesome following and brand and a very loyal audience a core audience So this book is going to be the same thing we're going to create a click funnel sales page um, you know, probably do a couple of weeks where we give the book away, you know, in lieu of doing whatever and stuff like that. But then after that, it'll be a, it'll be actually, it's I'm glad you asked me. It's going to be a combination video and book, right? So oh. I've, I've heard, I've listened to the listeners and the audience and that and stuff. And a lot of people don't read. They want to just video. They want that, you know, YouTube virtual experience. So what we'll do is we'll have the book and then we'll also have the video and you can even buy both of them in probably some sort of a package deal. But I would say it'll definitely be out before the end of July.
0: For sure. Cool. Uh, so in the world of podcasting as many of you know by the time this podcast hits
1: live <laughs> air it's probably going to be perfect timing <laughs> perfect timing I got you man I got 12 in my queue right now <laughs> that's
0: awesome well thanks man I mean I appreciate you so much I mean there were so many more things that we could have talked about if I can grab some time from you I'm going to have to have you back on because we're going to have to talk about all the ways that the world I is you, and blocking all the good information out there <laughs> we're yeah. going to wear tinfoil hats next time though once we start maybe we'll take them off at some point awesome
1: dude i'll bring you on my podcast too man definitely we we can continue the conversation but it was an honor to be here today i'd definitely love to come back so yeah
0: No, I'd love it. And as always, guys, I mean, I'm going to make sure to put as many contact points to Jay in the show notes as I possibly can. I will be promoting his book when it comes out, not just because he's a guest on the podcast, but because I believe in what he says, whether or not testosterone replacement therapy or optimization therapy is the right thing for you specifically doesn't mean that you cannot read into and consume books like what Jay is producing because we need to be more educated. So dude, I appreciate what you're doing.
1: I, I totally do. And it's funny you say that, like, this book has one chapter on testosterone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got 10 chapters on all the other things because you're right. Like, I realize now that it's just one part. It's one tool in the tool bag. And the reality is, is there's so many other things that we have to do as, you know, people evolving our consciousness today. And, again, that's, what I think, that's why I think – that's why I really know that this book is going to be, you know, quote, unquote, my magnum opus, even though it's going to be much smaller because it will be um, – understood and engaged with by a massive, much wider audience than just people that are interested in how to optimize their testosterone.
0: Heck yeah, man. All right. Jay Campbell. TOT Revolution, man, you're crushing it. Thank you so much. To the listener out there, thank you guys so much for checking this one out today. If you're listening on audio, this is the time. I don't think I've ever pushed this hard before. You got to get the video because Jay's animated. Like, (laughs) I just think it was a great conversation to watch. I know most of you are listening in the car, but this is a good one to pull over or buy a Tesla, stick it on autopilot, and you can watch (laughs) it down the freeway. (laughs) That's where it's coming. That's what we'll
1: talk about (laughs) on our next podcast, slow driving cars.
0: All right, guys. Thanks so much. This wraps up another episode of the Excellence Mindset Podcast. As always, feedback is required. I'd love to hear from you. Share with me what you thought of this episode. Reach out to Jay. Reach out to me. Review it. Do whatever you got to do, but make sure you get out there and crush it.